Do you struggle to find your voice in a noisy world? Do you feel your voice lacks confidence and energy to accurately communicate your thoughts, ideas, and passions? Do you wish there was an easy way to give your voice what it needs to captivate your audience every time? My name is Clay Collins, and like you, I struggled with these issues for years. But I found a blueprint that can help you change the way you think about your voice and therefore the way your voice comes across to others. Welcome to the My Voice Mentor Podcast. Okay, today we're going to talk about an epidemic. We have epidemic as vocalists, and this is one of them. We have a real problem to solve. In fact, almost every singer that I talk about this with expresses that they have a problem in this area. Let me ask you, if you're a singer, do you have a hard time memorizing the lyrics to songs? I think many of you probably answered yes. I work with worship leaders and singers all the time, and this is the number one issue that I come across again and again and again. And guess what? Today on this episode, you're going to get a blueprint to memorize lyrics the right way. But before we talk about that, I want to tell you about my five-day vocal boot camp. It's absolutely the best thing that you can do for your voice right now. It's absolutely free. I encourage you to take advantage of that by going to myvoicementor.com forward slash bootcamp to get started right away. And by the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, please do me a solid, hit that like, subscribe, and bell notification so that you will be alerted to new episodes as they're released. Okay, so let's talk about this very important issue. Now, one thing that if you've been to a church or if you've been on the worship team at a church, you might be familiar with a concept, a tool, a little piece of technology called the confidence monitor. Well, the confidence monitor, actually, as a congregant or a member of the congregation, you have a confidence monitor right in front of you. It's that big, ginormous screen that displays the lyrics of the songs that we sing on a Sunday morning. It allows us to look up, keep our head up as we worship. We look at a screen and we see the words and it actually helps us. It's a great tool for us. It's much better than what I grew up using, which was a, a leaflet or a handout. And we would look at it and we would sing, but our heads were down. We generally did not lift our heads up. We would sing into that, into that pamphlet or whatever that hymnal that we were singing from. And I actually love that we have technology today that helps us look up and not be distracted by not knowing the words to songs. Because most of us, unfortunately, don't internalize lyrics as much as we should, even though we're constantly exposed to lyrics. But back to this thing called the confidence monitor. The confidence monitor is actually the exact same thing that you would see as a member of the congregation, but it's in reverse. It's actually smaller screens that are faced in the opposite direction towards the stage that the singer or vocalist on the stage uses to cue themselves of the lyrics so that in case they were to forget a lyric, they can look up and see the lyric and not fumble their words in the middle of singing a song. Again, it's a wonderful tool. It's a wonderful tool. But unfortunately, as time has gone on, we have become too dependent on this tool and we've used it as an excuse 
to not do the work of memorizing our lyrics. Now, if you're a member of the congregation, it's totally fine. You can't memorize every song that you see. So that is actually for you. It's for you. But if I'm speaking honest of people in my camp on the other side, we probably rely on those confidence monitors a little too much. And for me, I jokingly and lovingly tell people that I have no sympathy for anybody who doesn't uh, memorize their lyrics. And I'm only partially kidding when I say that because I was born legally blind. So for me, I don't have access to being able to see the confidence monitor because I can't make out the words on it. I can't see far enough to see the confidence monitor. So I've never been able to benefit from this, this tool that so many people depend upon. But as a result, because I don't have that ability, I've had to actually learn the skill and the art of memorizing lyrics. And as a result, I have discovered the blueprint for the proper way to memorize lyrics. And I, of the goodness of my heart, want to share it with you so that you too can internalize lyrics. Well, first of all, why would we want to do this anyway? What benefit? If, if the screen displays the lyrics for me, why would I want to take the time to learn them on my own? It's actually a great question, and I'm going to answer that now. The first reason is, if I don't have those lyrics internalized, they're not going to be coming from me. They're going to be coming to me and then through me, which is the equivalent of transcription. If I transcribe the lyrics that are on the screen, they're not flowing out of me. They're just flowing through me. I'm a little passive in the exchange. I'm simply singing the lyrics that I see. I see it, therefore I sing it. I want you to remember back in the time if you took a typing course in school, perhaps you remember as you were learning to type, one of the things that you had to learn how to do was to transcribe text. And that was the process of you looking at text and retyping that text. And one of the things you might have noticed as you did that is that you could get into almost autopilot mode where you're transcribing and maybe your error correction is like extremely good and your accuracy is like 95, 99%. But the interesting thing that you would become to realize that you can actually transcribe text perfectly without ever having internalized the words or the meaning of those words. I experienced this as I was learning to sight read music. A lot of times, as I got better at sight reading, I found myself actually capable of reading music and accurately translating what was on the page to the notes on the piano. But at the end of playing a page, I was consciously unaware of what I had just played. For me, that was actually somewhat traumatic because I was raised learning how to play more by ear than by sight. You know, like I said, because I was legally blind, my instructor taught me through hearing, which taught me how to internalize music and to push it forward from me as opposed to what a lot of musicians do, which is just regurgitate and read off of a page. And so I experienced for the first time being able to sight read music and I was both excited that I had this new skill, but also amazed at how I was able to play music and have no conscious or emotional connection with what I had just played. And that's the first danger of not memorizing your lyrics. You don't internalize the information. You're just transcribing it. 
And that's ultimately going to carry in your performance. It's ultimately going to be what the listener receives from you is a transcription. So therefore, it's going to come up a little hollow in its presentation. So that's reason number one. Reason number two is if I'm constantly looking at a screen to get me the lyrics, I'm not making a connection with the congregation or audience. And that's not good. They are making eye contact with us, but we're never making eye contact with them because my eyes are too busy looking at the next lyric. Now, again, in the right way, these tools are meant to just help us refresh our memory. We glance down on it, and then we remember, recall brings it back. And, and it's supposed to be used that way. But what happens if we overutilize a tool, then it becomes a crutch, and we can never look away. And the final and perhaps most important reason is that it exercises a very important part of your brain, which deals with both your short-term, medium-term, and long-term memory. And probably the greatest benefit of improving your memory skills is that this will have increased benefits as you get older, because the more you exercise that skill, the less likely you're going to have to deal with memory issues as you get older. A lot of what we experience in the form of Alzheimer's or dementia actually comes from mental atrophy. We don't exercise that part of our brain, so therefore it becomes atrophied and we don't have the ability to recall things the way we once did. Exercising regular memory work on your brain is going to keep that part of your brain sharp as you enter into your middle age and later years. So this is a very good thing that you want to develop. So let's actually put into practice. I'm going to show you today my process for memorizing a lyric. In fact, in real time with you today, I'm going to learn a lyric in real time in order to show you how I memorize. So I'm basically going to a lyric that I've never learned. I might have heard it maybe once or twice in my life, but I've never learned it. So it's basically a blank slate for me. I want to show you my process of how I memorize it. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to happen as quickly for you. I have developed the skill over many years, but if you invest and if you do it this way, if you do it right now, you can exercise that muscle and that skill using this technique I'm going to show you to really build your memory skills, and it will benefit you so much. Okay, the song that we're going to use in today's example is an old hymn that you might have heard. It's known enough that you might recognize it, but obscure enough that you're not going to know the lyrics. And I'm going to make sure that you don't know the lyrics to this one. The song is Praise to the Lord the Almighty. It goes like this. Praise to the Lord the Almighty. You know, that, that one? I'm sure you've heard it if you've ever been raised in any kind of traditional or conservative church. It's a beautiful hymn. It's got beautiful lyrics. But we're using a hymn today, number one, because it's public domain and I won't get flagged for copyright issues. But number two, hymns are written in a different time, in a different language structure, and therefore makes them very difficult to learn. So we're going to learn starting with a very difficult hymn. And in case you are familiar with this hymn, we're not going to learn verse one. We're going to learn verse five. And I am completely unfamiliar with verse five, so I'll be learning it right along with you. Okay? So the first thing that we want to do whenever we memorize the lyrics of a song is we want to kind of analyze the verses. We want to analyze the chorus. We want to kind of begin to some degree break it down into familiar patterns. And so with a hymn like this, we do have a familiar 
pattern, a familiar phrase. And that phrase is praise to the Lord. In fact, every verse of the hymn begins with praise to the Lord. So it would make sense that the very first thing we memorize is praise to the Lord. And I don't think that that's hard for any of us to memorize. I'm sure we've heard that phrase enough to say, okay, I've got that phrase, praise to the Lord. Okay, so that's our first line, praise to the Lord, right? That's it, praise to the Lord. So the first thing I've memorized, the first line of the first five verses simply by memorizing that line, and that wasn't that hard. So I can repeat that. If if I have a hard time memorizing it, I can repeat it a few times. But that's kind of the easy part of the song. This is the part where the writer helped us out a little bit and say, hey, if you learn this one phrase, guess what? It's going to start you off for the entirety of the song. You'll be able to sing one line with confidence. Praise to the Lord. Okay, everybody can do that. But it's the second line that begins to make things a little more difficult. The second line is, oh, let all that is in me adore him. So we're going to focus just on that line and that line alone. Oh, let all that is in me adore him. I'm going to include the lyrics of this song in the show notes so you can follow right along, but we're going to focus on that line. Oh, let all that is in me adore him. Oh, let all that is in me adore him. We want to say that a few times. If you want to reinforce it, you could also write it down in a notepad. By saying it, writing it down, and even singing it through these three things, through repetition, we're going to begin memorizing it. First, I'm going to speak it. Oh, let all that is in me adore him. Oh, let all that is in me adore him. Oh, let all that is in me adore him. Oh, let all that is in me adore him. I want to say it until it begins to just roll off the tongue naturally. Oh, let all that is in me adore him. Oh, let all that is in me adore him. Once I've done that a few times, for me, I can usually internalize that about five to 10 repetitions. But for you, especially as you're developing the skill, it might take 100 times, 50 times. Whatever it takes, you don't want to move on from that step until you feel pretty confident that if you stepped away for five minutes, you could come back and say, oh, let all that is in me adore him. Once you've done that, now it's time to sing that line. Now, in order to sing this line, we do have to reinsert the first line or else it'll be hard to kind of pick it up midstream. The full phrase is, praise to the Lord, oh, let all that is in me adore him. So again, if you have to say that phrase a few times so that it just rolls off the tip of the tongue. We don't want to sing it until we can confidently say it consistently from memory. And don't look at the page when you do this. At first, you can look at the page, but you want to pull the page away so that we can just repeat this line. Praise to the Lord, oh, let all that is in me adore him. And then we're going to sing it together a cappella. Praise to the Lord, oh, let all that is in me adore him. Okay, let's try it again. Praise to the Lord, oh, let all that is in me adore him. Okay, go back and repeat that. Sing that with me a couple times a cappella. Now, if you're also an instrumentalist, like I am, the next stage that I do on that one phrase is I play it and sing it from my instrument. What you'll find is that the moment you insert another stimuli or another thing that requires your attention, it becomes harder. 
which is why I introduce it in stages. But I begin to play it from my instrument. Praise to the Lord, oh let all that is in me adore Him. Praise to the Lord, oh let all that is in me adore Him. Now for me, I had to really think about it. Now I didn't make any mistakes. Again, because I've been doing this a while, I can get up to speed pretty quickly. But what I noticed is that I had to actually work at it. I had to exercise the left side of my brain a lot more. And ultimately, I don't want to be thinking with my left brain when I'm, when I'm singing this live because I want that part of my brain to be occupied on reaching the target, reaching the audience, reaching the congregation. And so I have to repeat just that phrase. And I'm sure you're noticing that I'm taking, again, small phrases. Because the only way to memorize large chunks of content is that you have to repeat small chunks of content. I'm sure you remember when we took piano lessons that we had to learn exercises, learn repeating patterns. We have to understand both with speech and with singing that we have to repeat speech and singing patterns. Now, you might be a public speaker and you think, well, I don't, I don't really sing, but you can apply the same principle to speaking. If there's a phrase that you use a lot in presentation, repeat that phrase a lot. Repeat it so that whenever you say it, it just rolls off the tip of your tongue. An example of that is one of the things I say on every podcast is, hey, if you're watching me on YouTube, don't forget to hit that like and subscribe and the bell notification. See how I threw that in there as a reminder to you? But I've said that phrase so many times that it rolls off the tip of the tongue. I've, in a sense, memorized that phrase. Well, that's basically what we're going to do with memorizing here. So after a few repeats of that lyric, we're ready to move on to the next lyric. And again, we're breaking this song down into chunks. We're not singing through it beginning to end. In fact, that is the worst way to memorize a song. Don't memorize it from beginning to end. Work small chunk after small chunk. Okay, so let's look at this next phrase. All that have life and breath. That's the first part. And I think I messed up. I think I said have. It's actually hath. All that hath life and breath, come now with praises before him. All that hath life and breath, come now with praises before him. Now, I am not familiar with that line. So I'm working through it. And I'm not going to take you on the entire journey, but I would have to repeat that one a few times. But I'm going to skip forward until the next step and sing the melody over that phrase. All that hath life and breath come now with praises before him. After you say it a few times, you might find that it's actually easier to sing it, especially if you're familiar with the melody. The great thing is that the melody doesn't change, only the lyrics. And that kind of helps us a little bit. We're not having to sing a new melody. Thank goodness. So let's sing it again. All that hath life and breath come now with praises before him. We do that a few times. And then we bring in the music. All that hath life and breath come now with praises before him. All right, let's do that again. All that hath life and breath come now with praises before him. And we do that a few times. Again, in your case, it might take a few repetitions. But once we've done that, what's the next step? 
So now what we need to do is reincorporate that first line into the second line. And what you're going to realize when this happens is this is where the brain actually breaks down again because now it's like, I completely forgot that first line that I spent all that time on. It's okay. It's going to come back. But we need to break everything down again. We have to say both lines together now. But we have to re-familiarize ourselves with that first line. Praise to the Lord. Oh, let all that is in me adore him. Followed by all that hath life and breath come now with praises before him. And we got to say all of that. Now it's a longer phrase that we're saying. This is a lot of words. This is a hard song to memorize, which is kind of why we're using it. Praise to the Lord. Oh, let all that is in me adore him. All that hath life and breath come now with praises before him. Ooh, this is a challenge. It's a challenge. It's a challenge for me too. But now again, the phrase that we are repeating is longer. We've memorized them individually. Now we have to memorize them as a composite. And we're slowly going to be building the song as we do this. Okay, so let's see if we can sing it. Praise to the Lord, oh, let all that is in me adore Him. All that hath life and breath come now with praises before Him. Okay, do you see this process? We'd have to do that a few times. But let's see if we could make it through the rest of the verse. Now, the good news with the next line is that it's actually a lot easier. Thank goodness. As we reach the apex of this verse, things begin to level off and we get somewhat of a reprieve, somewhat of a break. The first two lines were a little tricky. This one's not so hard. Let the amen sound from his people again. Now, this is only tricky in that this is not the way we normally vocalize. So we got to repeat that because that's not how we would form that phrase, but it is very poetic and very beautiful. Let the amen sound from his people again. Wow, what a beautiful verse that is. Let the amen sound from his people again. Okay, so we've got that phrase. Let the amen sound from his people again. Great, let's sing it now. Let the amen Sound from his people again. Again, let's try it again. Let the amen sound from his people again. Great. Now with music. Let the amen sound from his people again. Let's try it again. Let the amen sound from his people again beautiful and as you can imagine we would want to add those first two phrases praise to the lord oh let all that is in me adore him. all that hath life and breath come now with praises before him. Let the amen sound from his people again. Again, for me, that was all for memory. I have a little bit of practice in this, so it is going to come a little quicker for me. But this is the process. You can get better at this over time. But let's finish off this verse with the last phrase or stanza. This last phrase, just one phrase, it's a short one, but it does have a strange word in it that we pronounce I, like the letter I, but it's actually A-Y-E. The phrase is, gladly for I, we adore him. Gladly 
for I, we adore him. Gladly for I, we adore him. Gladly for I, we adore him. Gladly for I, we adore him. Okay, adding the music. Gladly for I, we adore him. 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 Okay, so now it's time to see how we do. See if we can sing for memory this entire verse. Praise to the Lord, oh let all that is in me adore Him. All that hath life and breath come now with praises before Him. Let the Amen sound from His people again. Gladly with I we adore Him. How did you do? If you did okay, that's okay. If you did great, great. If you really struggled, that's okay too. What I can tell you is, if you use this process, it doesn't matter if you're trying to learn a script, a song, a lyric, doesn't matter. If you break it down into small little chunks, you will begin to develop the art of memorizing lyrics, memorizing lines, memorizing scripts. This will help you so much. The benefits of enhancing your memory are going to feed you and benefit you for the rest of your life. So definitely take the time to develop the skill. You won't regret it. I hope I've given you some things to think about and some ideas to help you in your memorization. But in the meantime, I'll look forward to seeing you next time. And don't ever stop investing in your voice.